Thank you for downloading and listening to the Briam Bible Church Sunday Morning Podcast. Briam Bible Church is located in Shoreline, Washington, morning worship at 11, and many more events throughout the week. For more information, please visit our website at www.bereanshoreline.org. Father, we thank you for this story of Christmas. Uh, we thank you for the way in which you entered our world uh, that you brought us salvation, not from a distance, not uh, as, a, as a God who stays separate, but who entered into our world with all of its pain and suffering and became flesh and blood and lived among us. And, and God, we can't begin to fathom what it must have been like for you, the God of the universe, to be a small child. Um, and yet, this is what we celebrate every year. And so as we come to this story with wonder and curiosity, may we hear again the promise of your goodness. We pray this in your name. Amen. In Luke chapter 2, verse 25, this is after Jesus has been born. And we'll hear, uh, we're going to just spend a little bit of time in the scripture and we're going to hear the story told through the scripture throughout the choir's presentation this morning. But verse 25, now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was, a righteous, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. And then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. This section begins that as we're introduced to Simeon, we're told that he is waiting for the consolation of Israel. Um, and as you, if you were, if we were to take the time and we'll hear the story, um, like I said through the songs of the choir, if if you take the time to read through the early chapters of Matthew and the early chapters of Luke, where we have this birth story told to us, one of the things that we see uh, underlying all of it is that this is a world that is longing and hoping for a Savior. This is a world that is in desperate need of a Messiah to come. And so we see Simeon here who's waiting for the consolation of Israel. That, that there's this longing for things to be set right. That things the way they are, this is not the way it's supposed to be. And they're, there's, they're waiting for God to come and act on their behalf. And I think this is a central truth that we need to remember 
as we come to the Christmas story each year. Uh, This is one of the few stories that we as a church read every single year uh, this time. And, And as we do it each year, we need to remember this central truth. Central truth of Christmas that ours is still a world in need of a Savior. I think the events of Friday emphasize that more than anything. We, we look at the tragedy, at the pain, at the heartache of our world, and we can all say, yes, ours is a world in need of a Savior. And so as we come to the Christmas story, um, it's so easy, lots of times, when, especially when you turn on, on the radio and you hear Christmas songs, that we, we want to jump to the tidings of comfort and joy. But before the tidings of comfort, comfort and joy that, that we uh, sing about and we celebrate on Christmas is the season of Advent where we remember and we wait and we long for a Savior to come. And it's so easy to, to quickly jump past that pain and heartache and just want to celebrate. And I think for those of you that maybe Christmas isn't your favorite season, that you're, ugh, Christmas, maybe it's, I think it's because... People, it seems, it feels inauthentic when we jump past the pain and get to the joy. And the central to the story of Christmas and central to the story of the gospel is, is that God comes to redeem and he enters into our pain. He enters into our suffering. He doesn't just say, it's done. But he comes and the word becomes flesh and blood and lives among us. And enters in, and he too suffers. He, he goes to the cross. The resurrection only happens because of the cross and the pain that comes through the cross. And so, this season of Advent, if you, uh, that today is not, you know, some people, we talk about the 12 days of Christmas. First day of Christmas is Christmas. Um, oftentimes you might get advertisements say, buy, you know, it's starting their sales for the 12 days of Christmas. Uh, but the 12 days of Christmas haven't started. 12 days of Christmas start on Christmas. We're still in the season of Advent, of waiting, of longing, of hoping, anticipating the coming of our Savior. And so as we hear the story this morning, I want you, you will hear this invitation to come. Come, come, come and worship. Come and see. But also this invitation is something that we cry out to our God. Come, Lord Jesus, come. This was the longing of Simeon, longing for the Messiah to come. And this is our longing today. As we enter into the season of Lent and we move towards Christmas, we wait within the pain of our world. We see the injustice and we see the suffering in our world and we cry out to our Lord, come, Lord Jesus, come. And as we do this, as we see a world in need of a Savior, we also must recognize that we are a part of that world in need of a Savior. That we too are in need of of a Messiah to come into our lives. And so Paul says in 1 Timothy 1.15, Christ Jesus came into the world for the purpose 
of saving sinners, of whom I am the worst. And this, this is why our Lord came, to save sinners. And, to, and as we celebrate Advent, as we, as we cry out, Come, Lord Jesus, part of that cry is, Come, Lord Jesus, into my life. Come, Lord Jesus, to redeem those places in which uh, injustice still reigns within my own heart. Where greed still reigns within my own heart. Where impatience still reigns within my own heart. We cry out, come Lord Jesus, to redeem us, to make us more and more like you. And so as we hear the songs of the choir this morning... As we hear this invitation to come, I invite you to come to him and to see that he has come to you as well. To see that he is coming to offer life and hope and salvation to a world that that is full of pain and heartache and suffering. And that it's only through him that we find any sort of meaningful answer to the events of this past week, to the events, uh, the, the loss in our own lives, the suffering that we see in our world. It's through Him that we see salvation has come. Salvation has come, and we cry, Come, Lord Jesus. Let's pray. <clears throat> Father, we um, are grateful for Your goodness. As we said before, we are grateful that, that You are a God who did not stay distant, but who entered into our world. And we thank you for the word made flesh that dwelt among us. As Jim prayed earlier, we pray uh, for the families of those who have lost loved ones um, in Connecticut. Uh, we pray for those who this time of year is, is more a time of pain than it is a time of joy. And we ask that we as a church community, we as your people, uh, can be the flesh and blood of your gospel, that we can enter into that suffering uh, with our neighbors, with our friends, uh, and through that, that we can offer a message of hope and joy. pray this in your name. Amen. And on behalf of the congregation, we want to thank our choir and all those who participated uh, to share this ministry of music today. Uh, Christmas season is such a wonderful time to share this beautiful music, isn't it? And amen. <laughs> and so uh, as we leave today, uh, we want to invite you to come back next Sunday. We'll have a Christmas message, and we'll continue to share and sing Christmas music together. And as uh, Pastor Gary had uh, read earlier from Luke chapter 2 about that special guest who was in the temple that day, Simeon. It uh, tells us also there was another guest there. It was a lady, a prophetess named Anna. And Anna's husband had died when she was quite young. And for 84 years, she was a widow. And it says this about her. She did not depart from the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day. I don't quite understand that. She evidently lived at the temple. Night and day she prayed and she fasted and she was looking for the Messiah.
And just like Simeon, on that day when they brought the baby Jesus in to dedicate him, she saw him. And her life was complete. And it says, And coming up at that very hour, she gave thanks to God, and she spoke of him to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When Anna saw the baby Jesus, her mission from then on was to tell everybody in Jerusalem that the Messiah had come. This morning our choir has shared with us the wonder of Christmas in the children's choir. And it was so beautiful to have them uh, participate with us today as well. And we leave this place. I hope that your heart, like Anna the prophetess, is filled with the desire to tell everybody of the wonder and the miracle of the Incarnation. If you're here today, I want you to know before you leave this place, I wouldn't want you to leave here today without knowing how much God loves you. He loves you so much that Jesus Christ, God himself, came to earth, was born a baby, but he didn't stay a baby. He grew to be a man. He lived a life without sin. He was the perfect God-man. And when he went to the cross of Calvary and he died on the cross of Calvary and he rose from the dead, he did so for me and for you so that you could receive forgiveness for sins and you could receive eternal life and the hope of the resurrection. It's a wonderful hope. And I hope today that you have received Jesus Christ as your Savior. If you have not, Pastor Kevin's been up here, Pastor Gary's been up here, I'm here, any of us would just love to step aside with you today If you have more questions, you want to pray with someone to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, it's between you and God. And you could celebrate this Christmas with new life and forgiveness for sins and the hope of the resurrection. I'm going to ask you to stand and be dismissed in prayer. As we do so in our prayer request earlier, I also want to mention that to remind you that uh, our dear sister Beth Fowler broke her ankle, and she had surgery this week. And uh, we just want to pray for a strong, healthy recovery so she can get back here and uh, be a part of our church uh, ministry and family. But we want to pray for Beth and lift her up as well. And also, uh, next Sunday, there will be one less voice in choir. Uh, Dan and Gretchen Mahood and Beatrice are moving back to New England. You didn't know that? <laughs> yes, this is it, right? This is our last Sunday. Uh, she's going to be joining a medical practice back in New England And uh, we've enjoyed having them here for the last three years, maybe, as part of our church family. And uh, we're going to really miss them. Uh, uh, When you join the church, where are you, Dan? Are you Dan? When you join the church, I'm not sure if you read the small print. (laughs) But uh, you guys can go, but you have to leave Beatrice here. (laughs) And we'll take care of her. (laughs) And she can live here like Anna lived in the temple. I'll recruit her. I'll recruit a bunch of women to come around the clock, and we'll take care of her. Uh, But uh, we're going to miss you guys. But you come back and visit us, and we'll come and visit you, not all at once, but uh, we'll come and visit you. But God bless you, and uh, we pray God's blessing on your family as uh, you move back to New England. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and uh, just the joy of sharing this wonderful music. Lord, uh, think of the, the gifts that you have given for centuries, some of the music that we have sung today, Lord, is, and we have heard sung, is very, very old. Some of it is new. And, Lord, you, when you ascended on high, it says you gave gifts 
to men. And one of the gifts you gave was the gift of creativity, of writing music and writing words to express the truth of Scripture. And Lord, every song that we have sung and that we have heard today is a true expression of your word, of your holy scriptures. And our Lord Jesus Christ, when he was on earth, on our earth, and as John said, in our midst, and he pitched his tent among us and tabernacled with us, and we beheld him, we saw him, the word of life. And it was on that day when he told the rabbis, you search the word, for in them, in the words you think, you find eternal life. But they are those which speak of me. And Lord, from beginning to end, your holy word speaks of the Savior, Jesus Christ. And what a joy to come this Christmas season and once again to celebrate and wonder at the Incarnation. Bless us as we leave this place while we truly live lives to bring honor and blessing to you. In Christ's name we pray together. Amen.